Dionisio at the plate, he's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And today we have for you the second annual Bus Awards, where we will go through and recap the best and worst moments (laughs) of our graphing adventures in the year 2023. Um, Jeremy, we did this last year and it was a lot of fun. And this year we're expanding a little bit because we did a little bit more graphing inside the park. So pretty much any time we were graphing is fair game, but we're still going to call it the bus awards. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, you know, graphing awards, bus awards, I guess either one works. Um, we did get, yeah, like I said, we, we got a lot more inside the stadium uh, this year. So we'll see. Um, but, uh, but yeah, never still the same, uh, you know, uh, wealth of material, I would say, for all this stuff. So should be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, what, you know, what, what do you say we just jump right into it? Um, so first we're going to do uh, Players and Coaches Awards, uh, and then we're going to do Fan Awards. So, uh, so, so the people that we interacted with personally will try to get the autographs. Um, and we'll start with Players and Coaches. Uh, the, the first, our first award goes for Biggest Snubs. So this is the guy who was essentially the biggest jerk to us. When we tried to get his autograph, and doesn't necessarily mean we did get his autograph, and in this case, for my vote, Jeremy, we did not. I voted for biggest snub, Brant Brown. Ah, nice. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a surprising. Uh, that's like an upset pick, sure. I would say. Yeah, but you're right though. Yeah, um, Brant Brown, uh, hitting coach for the uh, Miami Marlins. So uh, that this was earlier in the year. I want to say it was in May. But um, we, we tried to get him twice. I believe we did the bus twice for that series, or at least I did. Um, he was one of the first guys out, and he was one of the fastest guys out, too. We, we yelled for him each time. We were the only guys who called for him, and he never even looked up. He just went, went straight onto the bus. But we hypothesized that maybe he hates being in Chicago because of the error he made way back in 1998 to uh, lose a ball game for the Cubs. Um, but maybe next year he'll be nicer after say a Suzuki made made an error um, similar in similar fashion uh, late this season. Yeah, and maybe he's um, you know he was intimidated by uh, a female GM, so maybe he'll be nicer <laughs> now too because they they got rid of her. Well, she yeah. they drove her out basically. But they sure did. What was the story <clears throat> with that? They were going to hire somebody over her. Was that what was going on? Yeah, that's that's essential. I I haven't looked into it deeper than that, but like yeah, that's my understanding. Is she? Yeah, she kind of um, they they kind of tried to pull that, and she was like, "All right, fuck this," <laughs> and then yeah. declined her option or whatever. Sure, so. and you know, rightfully so. Uh, that that team made the playoffs when they really had no business making the playoffs. So um, you know, I, I don't know why they were unhappy with her, but it, it seems just like more dysfunction from their franchise. Yeah, yeah, I, it's not even worth getting into, but like. Um, yeah, pretty ridiculous. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. I was, I, as you mentioned that Jack, I just went back through my notes really quick, just from the Marlins game. And yeah, it's like Marlins Friday, Brant Brown snub Saturday, Brant Brown double snub. So (laughs) yeah, it's pretty consistent. Uh, yeah, that is pretty ridiculous and disappointing. I, I, I guess I'm trying to think, yeah, you know, we, we did, we had that big moment during the Marlins series. So it kind of overshadowed, um, the Brant Brown thing, but like, that would have been a cool autograph to get, and he yeah. went, and and again, there's no reason why he shouldn't have signed for us. No. That's ridiculous. 
Absolutely. Um, how, who did you have? So my biggest snub. So I just real quick, just to like put a little asterisk on this category. I would. I was toying with the idea of just having like overall. Like we have um, biggest asshole fan, and sure. I was thinking we should have biggest asshole player also. And it would only be an asterisk because I actually got his signature. Um, so it, it doesn't fall into snub, but it does fall into asshole. So if, if we were doing a biggest asshole, I would give it to Gavin Cross for sure. Sure. Um, yep. Who like fucking made us like do a dance for him to like sign a signature and still in, in, uh, inscribe it. So <laughs> personalize it. So um, that was lame. But I got his signature, so it's not a snub. Um but uh, I mean, I gotta go with just um, I, maybe this is recency bias, Jack. But I'm going with uh, G1 Bay. Yeah. Um, only because I, I mean, mainly because like you know we were so close and it happened twice and it happened the same way both times. So yep. that one just sticks out to me really. Sure. Um, so yeah, G1 Bay. Yeah, that was a that was that was a rough one. Um, Jeremy, you know who I really thought you were gonna say is is Connor Joe. I, Connor Joe is is the runner up for asshole player of the year, <laughs> just because I I yeah I almost don't even want to like dignify him with an award because yeah um he's my most hated if I had like most hated or something it would be it would be Connor Joe but um but yeah I just that that whole thing is inexplicable I I I can only hope that he's on a roster next year just mm-hmm. so I can like actively not call for him again like because i'm i'm done calling for that guy yeah man he's the only player i've seen you like just not call for refuse to call for (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um well let's go to funniest guy um we'll we'll start with you jeremy who did you have uh again there was a lot of good options for this one um but i'm i'm actually going back to the marlin series as well and, and this is maybe a little bit of an asterisk but I went with um, Paul Severino, the um, the announcer for the. Oh Marlins. yeah, okay, yeah. Remind me again what he what he did. So he was uh, the guy. Um, so he he was on MLB Network, and he's like the play. I don't know if he's the full time play by play guy. I think he's like maybe the traveling play by play guy mm-hmm. for the Marlins. And um, we saw him the first day. Um, and then uh, the second day, I, I was like, you know, I think I have a card of his. And I, I dug through my box and I found a card of his. So I brought it the, the second day and uh, called for him. And he came over. And like once once he knew that I had his, his card, he, he as he started coming over to me, he's like, you found one. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and uh, I'm like, I did. And he's like, yeah, yeah, there you go. And then he signed it for me. So it was, it was pretty... It was pretty funny because, like, in that simple line, it was kind of self-deprecating, and it was also kind of like, in a way, like, I mean, in a way, there it was like props to me, but in another way, it's like, dude, you got too many cards if you have my card, you know. <laughs> so there was a lot wrapped up into that little, like, you found one. Sure. Um. So it was to me that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. You know, strangely enough, Jeremy, mine is from the Marlins series, too. Uh, oh. go, going back and doing these awards, maybe next year we should have an award for just best overall series. Uh, I think this year the Marlins might have been that might have been that for us. Um, but mine was Gabby Sanchez. Okay, nice. I yeah. thought of him. I thought of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he was funny. So um, that, uh, you know, listeners will remember uh, Josh, the kid, uh, and his friends. Um, and you know, they would try to ingratiate themselves with the players by saying, Hey, come on, come on. You got to sign for us. We're kids. We're kids. And they tried that on Gabby Sanchez. And first of all, he came over to us first cause he saw that we had cards of him and he signed for us. And then they start doing their, Hey, come on, we're kids. We're kids. And he looks over at him and he goes, yeah, 
yeah, I know your kids. I'll, I'll sign for you in a second. And it's like, hell yeah, Gabby Sanchez. You weren't, <laughs> you know, you weren't having, you weren't having any of that. You knew what time it was. So that was pretty funny. Um, and it, it was, it was nice to see Josh and his, his friends get, get put in their place <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he was, uh, exasperated by Josh's incessant calling for him. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was uh, <clears throat> that was pretty good. I like that. I also thought, um, well, Freddie Sanchez or Freddie Gonzalez, sorry, was um, not uh, not necessarily funny, but he, that that interaction was kind of cool too. Asking him about Brian Ward, so there was a lot of good, and that all, those were all like in succession. So that was that was all pretty cool. That series. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just looking through my cards, and I'd, I'd forgotten we had gotten Gonzalez. That was a good one. Um, yeah. Nice. Next is most intimidating. Um, I, uh, I guess I'll go first for this one. Uh, and, mm. and this guy could have fallen under a couple of categories for us, I think, at least as yep. far as I, I'm concerned. But uh, I, I picked Roger Clemens. Okay, nice. Yeah, I, I think that it was just the sheer magnitude of, of getting him. It was completely unexpected. Uh, and that, that was, I think, our biggest brush with greatness. I mean, we, we'd gotten Jim Palmer, and that was really cool. Um, but uh, I think Clemens is sort of, uh, you know, in, in a little bit different of a tier than Palmer. Yeah. Um, I think that if, if Clemens hadn't had all the steroid stuff going on with him, he, he would be, he's like a, a top 10 player of the last hundred years, probably. So that was really cool. Um, and it was just, I, I think we were all just kind of in awe when we got his autograph. At least I was. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't have any cards of him. We got, we got the SIG card signed. But um, that was a, that was a good one and an intimidating one. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I was almost, <clears throat> I might have been shaking like once I knew he was coming over. Like you know, I was almost on the verge of that. So like it was, uh, it was pretty intense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jack, I went for most intimidating, and and <laughs> I don't know if it, <clears throat> he didn't really intimidate me that much, but like he was like his overall demeanor was was the aim was for intimidation. I went with yeah. O'Neill Cruz. Um, yeah, there you go. Mostly just because of the whole like undertaker thing. Like when I think about O'Neill Cruz, like basically doing like the undertaker as he can't comes out with his hair in front of his eyes, his face, and then just doing like that half turn with that scowl on his face. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're not fuck. I mean, I don't know. I guess <clears throat> maybe if you're driving, um, you know, <laughs> uh, in the same road as he is, he's, he's intimidating. But, um, I don't know. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you're fucking, you're not intimidating. But, like, he was uh, definitely trying to portray that, I feel. So, like, that's, you know, I, I, I threw, him, uh, threw him the bone for the award there. Yeah, for sure. Like, it, it, only, you mentioned he was like The Undertaker. Only instead of rolling his eyes into the back of his head, he just he just shook his head no when we, um, when we asked him for that autograph. Um, right. Yeah, that was, uh, I, I feel like there's no way that guy's ever going to sign. But, um, yeah. you know. It was cool seeing him. Uh, yeah. Messiest signature, uh, Jeremy. Who did you Who did you have for this one? Um, well, <clears throat> I tried to Jack. I, I and you know we we had a couple with the increase of autograph um, hunting. We had some like solo adventures as well that sure. some of them we shared on the podcast. Some we didn't. I it, my my overall my messiest signature my like worst signature of the year was a solo venture, and it was um, it was Willie McGee. Um, I think mm, I talked. Yeah, I yeah. think I talked about that on the pod. It just, it was a super rushed signature, and it looks like kind of nothing like his real signature. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer, but um, I, you know, I didn't want to make that my my official answer for the podcast just because 
that was a solo trip. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so honestly, I, and you know, the whole thing about like good signatures, bad signatures, like I, I kind of hate that argument. Like when people talk about, Oh, Hey, you know, the guys back in the day, like signed it so clear and legibly. Like, yeah, I, I, I you know, I could get into that whole conversation, but um, I think my messiest signature for sure um, was Brent Honeywell. Um, okay. When he was with the White Sox uh, over by the Cubs bus, he came out and he signed for me and he like held the pen and he held the marker like in a very weird, like almost like he was holding like a, a joystick on like one of those claw machines sure. and uh, just signed it. And it actually like considering the way he held the, the marker, it actually doesn't look that bad, but it's 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 kind of a mess overall. Yeah. So had to go with Brent Honeywell for that one. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, you got to show me that one again. I, I forget what it looks like. Um, mine, and you'll remember this because you got it yep. too. Um, it was relatively oh. recently, but Alfonso Rivas. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, my my thing with that one was, well, first of all, after we got the signature, I think you had him sign too, and, and you, mm-hmm. you turned to me and you said, yeah, with a signature like that, he can sign too. Um, <laughs> right, right. But like, you know, who is Alfonso Rivas to have a bad signature? Like this guy, uh-huh. you know, this this guy should should make a meal out of every signature he does because I'm sure nobody ever asks him. But um, yeah, his his signature is just next to nothing. Um, so uh, yeah, it was it you know not very impressive. Yeah, it's it looks like a big H basically. Yeah. it's like it's it looks like I guess it's an A. I'm looking at my a picture of him right now. At, at some at some point during the year, Jack, I started just taking pictures of all my like my haul for the night sure. and saving them on my phone so I could kind of easy reference them. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at Revus's right now and like yeah, it's it, I guess it's an A and an R, sure. but um, the R kind of it's just kind of some like slashes of the pen. Um, so, uh, the one thing I'll say about Alfonso Rivas is that that autograph is consistent with his, uh, pack pulled. Okay. Um, so it's, that is his signature. So sure. it's, it probably, it leaves something to be desired, but it's, it's consistent at least. You know, you know who else's was, was fairly unimpressive was Freddie Benavides. Oh yeah, sure. I, I mean, uh, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm less impressed with his autograph or just, um, just how exclusive he was when we asked him for it. Yeah, uh, he was he was just kind of weird about it, and his his signature reflects that. It was it, he doesn't have a very good signature. I, I was looking for a place to include him on the yeah. uh, on the list. I, I I couldn't fit him in, but um, but yeah, it was like a guy who like like the make you work for it award or something. Yeah. <laughs> like you know that Benavides would be a, a candidate for that for sure. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I yeah, hear. We should, I, we should almost call it, just like we have the Danny Amendola Great Guy Award. We should we should have <laughs> the which which we don't have an official award show to give away. We just say it every once in a while. But right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it it should be the Freddie Benavides Make You Work For It Award. Yeah, exactly. You know, funny thing, I don't even remember what Danny Amendola did to make make it make us call him like great guy. Uh I think it was uh, domestic I'm, abuse, maybe. I don't know. Y- yeah. Yeah, that's a fair thing. I, I suppose if we had more listeners, I would say let's cross check that before we put yeah, it out yeah, there. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I, maybe I, maybe we should. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it's something un, unseemly, unseemly, you know. So uh, you know, there's, I'm sure there's a good reason why we we gave it. I just I, I can't <laughs> even remember it at this point. But, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think that's fair, Jack. Honestly, I know that this is a you know. A topic of particular, um, you know, meaning for you. But um, honestly, 
Bud Black's autograph, it's it's not that it's messy, but like I can I can read it, like I can see what he was doing, but like his bees are kind of like wild a little bit and like uh, I can and I've seen other signatures of it of his where where it's a little tighter like sure. the B and so it's like it almost makes me wish like I could get like you know a non-rushed autograph from him maybe it would be a little cleaner but yeah so that I thought about that one too but uh but yeah I ended up going with Honeywell Nice okay yeah that uh, that, that that makes sense um all right uh so uh most unexpected guy to sign slash biggest catch uh what do you uh what do you think for that one Oh, Jack, there was a lot uh, for this category that I could have chose from. Um, but this guy had to be represented in the in the awards in some way, so I, I went with this, and I think it's 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 fitting. But I, I had to go with Joey Votto for this one. Jack. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, yeah. Uh, why uh, why do you why do you why do you say that? Well, there's there's a lot of guys there's there's a lot of guys who I said there's no way this guy's gonna sign and then he signed, um, but um, Vado, you know, I just he's so unpredictable. I think that's the thing is like you know some of these guys are just assholes or like you know like fucking all up their heads up their own asses or whatever. So that's why they wouldn't sign. But like 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 Harper or something. But Vado is just like a complete wild card. Like you know he could be a great signer. He could maybe never sign. He could like you know be weird to you like like Zach Granke like you never really quite know what to expect or like what you wouldn't know what to expect and so the fact that he signed um and the fact that he signed like multi like in different series like we got him in different series basically so like he signed multiple series multiple times it's not like he signed like once a year like once a yeah no for sure um I you know I was gonna actually put him Jeremy so I, I just wanted to know your, your reasoning behind it but um yeah yeah that, that was definitely the biggest catch for me too but I, I had a different one um yeah. I had a uh, jazz Chisholm yeah and I had him I put him down I was gonna go with him um you know afterwards I, I, I was gonna go with him almost after the fact but I, I, I ended up sticking with Vado for sure, yeah. Um, uh, uh, what was I going? Yeah, so uh, Chisholm, what happened was he actually got out. This was the first instance of us seeing a guy get on the bus and then get off the bus to sign for us. Uh, and that was it was just us and, like, two other guys. I yeah. think one of them was Joe Don Baker Jr. and maybe somebody else. But after, um, <laughs> like, the next day or, or later that day, uh, I think maybe it was one of Anthony's friends who came up to us and was like, yeah, like we we heard Jazz Chisholm got back off the bus and signed for a couple guys, and it's like, hey man, we we were those couple of guys, so <laughs> right? Yeah. We we were the we were the ones who lucked out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, just just the fact that it seemed like he was gone. I still don't. I still didn't even see him get on the bus. I just saw him like go to the back and then disappear and then like come back. Like, um, so that's how much like it was a surprise to me to see him coming back. Um. But yeah, I I would would love to put him down there. Um, but uh, for me, like Vado ticks the box of both unexpected and biggest catch, just because of his overall career. Sure. But but yeah, the Jazz one is right up there for sure. That's one of the highlights of the season for sure. Absolutely. Um, yep. All right, nicest. Uh, I'll I'll do this one first. I had Jody Reed. Yep, that's. I kind of thought you might put him down too, Jack. Nice. I put him down um, in my top in my finalists for okay. sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, just just to kind of recap what happened with Jody Reed again. This was in the uh, the Marlins series, um, and uh, uh, he, you know, we we asked him if he could sign. We had a, we had a tough time making him the first day. We actually didn't ask him the first day because he looks like just a regular guy. Second day, we realized it was him. Uh, he says, "Yeah, sure, I'll sign for you." 
Uh, but then he had a, he had stuff in his hand, so he he put he got he gets on the bus, he puts the stuff down, comes back off, and and he comes up to us. It's just me and Jeremy. We basically have him one on one, and he goes he kind of he kind of rubs his hands together and he says, "All right, so so what do we got here?" And then we showed him the cards, and and he goes, "Ah, oh, these are oldies." And Jeremy, you said, "Yeah, but they're goodies." And he looked <laughs> he looked at you, and he did like a double take, and he went, "Ha ha, yeah," like he'd never heard it. <laughs> But he wasn't being he wasn't being ironic. It was yeah. it was like he really had never heard that phrase before. It was it was very it was very funny. And then he yeah. signed for us and he, he gave me a great signature and it's it's one of my favorite autos from this year. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um agreed. Uh it was um it was pretty cool. It was a cool interaction and like yeah, it seems like that's the kind of thing where it's like that seems like that's kinda of like what you're expecting with some of these guys to be like Hey, that's cool. These guys want my signature. You know, that's not no no big you know trouble for me to step off and sign a couple signatures. Like spend like five minutes doing it. Like you would think more guys fit into that category, but it's surprisingly few. Um, but Jody Reed like kind of ticked that box, so that was definitely cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so was he was he your number one too? He was not. Um, okay. I, I, you know, he's he's in there. I, I'm going to cheat a little bit just to say some of my runner-ups, Jack. Um, sure. Chichi Rodriguez. Uh, I did it again. Chichi Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, was um was 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 right up there. Like he asked me about my wrestling shirt, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty nice. Um, Damon Hollins. I remember saying like right after we got him. Um, I'm like, was was he the nicest guy we have ever signed for us? Um, uh. But um, but yeah, so he was up there. He like asked us how we were doing and stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember what what team he's with. Even is he? He's not Reds, right? Um, uh, Wes, say again. Uh, Damon Hollins, yeah, Oof, yeah, because he was on his card is on the Rays. Um, yeah, I can't remember what team geez. he was with. The D back. I don't think it was the D backs. Maybe it was the D backs. It could have been. Um, but uh, no, I don't think it's the D. I forget now. But um. Jack, so speaking of the D-backs, I went, ended up going with Tori Lovello. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. Like, he was just, I don't know what it was. Like, maybe I wasn't expecting him to be friendly, but he was super friendly. Um, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he signed for everyone, I think. Um, he even, like, you know, one would maybe say that this disqualifies, disqualifies him, uh, but I think it I think it helps his case. By telling that guy like, "No, we're all good." Like with with uh, food reservation or like uh, restaurant recommendations. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even the way he like shot the guy down, he was pretty like fair about it. He's like, "No, nah, we're good." You know, like he didn't ignore him. Like he took the time to actually like respond to the guy, which like is saying, honestly, it's actually saying something that he would he would do that because this guy was a doofus, uh, Norm. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I remember when he signed for me, he was like super nice, and so um, yeah, he interacted uh, yeah. a lot more than most managers interact. Yeah, for sure. So so yeah, that uh, that one stood out to me. I've been I've been rooting for the D backs. They're they're getting uh, their asses handed to them tonight. But um, uh, say so yeah, I'm not sure the the the, the Phillies might just be too um, too much of a juggernaut right now to 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 stop. But um, uh, so. They're gonna have their work cut out for them, but they're going back to Arizona. So I've been I've been rooting for the D backs um uh in these playoffs so far and um Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So have I. Um okay, yeah, that's a that's a great one. Um all right, so weirdest dressed. Uh Jeremy, who'd you have? I mean, so this is we we discussed this ahead of time. 
I try not to double up guys and categories because there's so many, but um, the it was a tough year this year. I remember, I think last year I picked Nick Senzel because he was dressed like a pirate. Sure. Um, but we just didn't, and, and, and like the actual pirate, not like a Pittsburgh pirate. But um, we, we really didn't have that many guys this year. So the, the only thing that, the only guy I could think of um, was, was Jiwon Bay again. Yeah, um, he, he was uh, he was very gaudily dressed. Um, can you can you just do you remember just can you describe it all how he, what, the, he, what he was wearing? The most that I can remember were those big glasses he had on. He had these big, like, and I've seen these glasses before too. They look like ski goggles. It's like it's like if you took like the front of the ski goggles and put like arms on them instead of like a, a an elastic band. Yeah, that's what these glasses look like. It's like a new trend. But he looks like a spaceman. He looks like. You know, he's in Daft Punk or something um, like uh, and he was I feel like the clothes he was wearing were kind of like weird, baggy, like tattery clothes. But I I don't really remember exactly what they were like, but they were like they were kind of baggy and flowy in a weird way. But really, those glasses stood out to me and he was wearing the glasses and it was like night, I believe. And so it was just it was just a weird look, basically. Yeah, it, it was. Um, yeah, he was he was certainly very eccentric. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Joey Votto. Okay, yeah, maybe he, for a second year in a row, right? Then, yeah, I, I think he, last year he was wearing like a Canadian tuxedo, which was which was weird. This year he was wearing this checkered suit with a turtleneck. The night that I got his autograph, um, it was just uh, it was just a little much, I think, for you know for leaving a for leaving a game on a Saturday night. Uh, but you know, then again, he's like got the richest contract in Reds history, so. Uh, and and he's always been thought of as an eccentric guy. And he looked good in it, but it was just a it was just a strange look compared to the other guys who had like jeans and t-shirts on. Yeah, that's funny, Jack. I think you I think you went with Vado last year. So. Nice. Well, if he retires, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, has he officially retired? Did he say? No, he he's said? actually said that he wants to play next year. So, wow. um, yeah, okay. yeah. I th- in his mind, he sounds like a hundred like one hundred percent resolute okay. that he's going to play next year so interesting wonder wonder who he'll end up with i i, ho- I really do kind of hope he doesn't play with anybody but the reds that would be it that would be a bummer to for him to be one of those guys who plays one year with a another team yeah i was actually wondering like does he fit with the cubs if, if the cubs yeah. don't sign like bellinger but um for sure yeah i don't know um that would be a trip to have him here all <laughs> season yeah but, that, that's um, for sure I mean, maybe we could get his autograph a few more times that would be cool um, um yeah all right, hail Mary. Who did you? You know, I'll I'll do this one first, and this is more you, Jeremy. I have a few random coaches I could think of, but mm-hmm. I gotta pick Rich Hill for this one. Yes, yeah, yeah. Rich Hill um, was uh, my the biggest hail Mary, and I'm just throwing this out there just as a, you know, because there were two that stood out to me. Um, I the Matt Quattraro. Hail Mary was a sure. pretty good one for me. Yeah. Um, I was like, I think that's Matt Quattraro. He might be the hardest guy to, like, make in the league. Definitely hardest manager. And I just kind of threw it out there, and he, he stopped, and he came over and signed for me. But but the Hill one, yeah, I mean, I wish I wish I could, like, measure how far he was away. Like, he was maybe, like, 150 feet, maybe 175 feet away mm-hmm. from us. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, he was way across the the, bed, the diamond. He might have even still been in the outfield. Um, you called for him, and I, I don't know, man. It must have just been uh, – <laughs> I don't know how exactly how sound waves travel, but, um, you know, whatever, the, the wind wasn't interrupting it at that point. It just it went right from your lips to his ear, and yeah. he came he came right right over to you. 
uh, and, and he signed for like 40 people. You got him <laughs> over there and, and ran with your marker, but yeah. you got him over there and then 40 people got his autograph because of you, including me. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a very surreal moment, and we were lucky you did it too because he never signed at the bus or even came close. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he was like the guy I wanted the most out of that series. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, definitely a fortuitous Hail Mary. Um, so yeah, good times there for sure. Yeah. 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 And, uh, is he, is he your guy too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I ended up going with Hill. I, you know, like I said, Quattraro like is up there, but, but Hill's the bigger one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Quattraro was a good one too. Okay. Um, redemption story. Um, who did you have for that? So Jack, I wanted I went with Charlie Blackman. Um, okay, yeah. Because I think I detailed it on the podcast, but I went up to uh, Milwaukee solo to see the the Rockies and uh, the Brewers, and uh, you know, Blackman has been around the league for a long time. He's he would be a cool guy to get in theory, um, and like he signed for a bunch of kids, and I was the only person back there who who was also waiting and he signed for all these goddamn kids and they kept passing him cards. And, uh, then he cut it, he cut it off right before me. And I was like, I was bummed. Then we ended up, I ended up getting him in, in, uh, in Chicago. And it was like, you know, it, it kind of like closed that loop. And, uh, so it was, and he's a, he's a big get. So like, uh, I, I think he's a pretty quality get. So, um, that was my biggest redemption story. I would say there's, there's plenty of other ones, but that's the one that kind of stands out to me the most. Yeah, I was I was definitely glad to to get him too on that day. Um, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, mine is mine is Taylor Hearn. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So so folks, if you will recall, uh, earlier in the season, this is very early on. This was April, I think. I got Taylor Hearn's autograph, but I did not prep the card correctly, uh, or just well enough, and the the marker bled or bubbled up, and the autograph was ruined. So. Taylor Hearn thankfully got traded to I want to say the Royals if that's mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken that's right yeah that that sucks man you, end, you you're on a playoff team and you end up on the on the Royals but anyway he was on there and uh, yeah I called for him and I managed to get him so you know autograph got screwed up early on in the year uh, got him again later in the year I think on a card you gave me actually Jeremy so um, yeah it was both instant ink and uh, and some nice redemption. I'm trying to think. So, so we were were we together that night, or was that? No, that must have been a, a, a separate night, I guess. Okay, um, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it cause was. Because I, I was going to get him again. Because I, if you recall, my my auto, like I I got an errant Sharpie marker uh, or mark on the on the card, and then he signed it. Um, it turns out I, I ended up was able to take that off with some like. Um, uh, rubbing alcohol or something. I like uh-huh. kind of messed around with, with, I like experimented on that car and I was able to like, like take that errant mark off. But, um, but yeah, I was going to try to get him again. I, I, I don't think I ended up getting him again. So that must've been a separate time that we were, that you got him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't remember uh, if we were oh, together, but yeah, it, it was a separate time. Cause you ended up getting Selvi Perez, right? You must've went I back. Did, second I did. I did. So, yeah. so yeah, that might, might've been that, that, that same time. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, the, the other category that we have, the last one from players coaches is prized piece. And, um, yeah, I think it's just maybe like the, the signature you're, happy with the most um walking away from the season or just the one that like you know just 
you know, makes you makes you proud to have. So, um, what did you have, Jack? Yeah, I had uh, Gary DeSarcina. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Um. So the reason I have that one, first of all, it, it's you know, unfortunately for Mr. DeSarcina, uh, he was dismissed from the Nationals coaching staff this year. So there may not be uh, another chance to get him for a while until he re- yeah. gets rehired to a major league staff. Ricky Bonus was retained by the Nationals, so I, that that could be next year's redemption story. Uh, you know, this year's bonus bonus got smudged, and I, I think I said this is heartbreaking, is what I what I believe I said <laughs> when bonus got smudged. But oh well, yeah. hey, it it happens, right? Um, but uh, yeah, the the DeSarcino one just looks really really good. Uh, it it uh, I I picked a good card to get signed. He gave me a good one, and uh, it looks great. I had also tried for him like two other times before I actually got him. So uh, yeah, it was just a it was he was a tough guy to get, and it looks good. It was it was worth it. It was worth the trouble. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, the one I got was is really nice as well. Um, so would you do if he had not gotten fired? Would he would he have gotten that award, Jack? You know, uh, that's a good question, Jeremy. I I think my my other one, and I was wavering on this, was was Brent Strom. Um, okay. My yeah. my Strom my Strom looks really good. Um, and like, he's a, he is widely regarded as the best pitching coach in baseball. Uh, I think, I think the Strom I have is a 75 or 76, just, just exactly the kind of card you want to get signed. So that one looks really good too, but I think the DeSarcino one, just because of how hard it might be to get over the next couple of years, um, that just, that's just the icing on the cake. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, there's a couple, uh, for me, I, I mentioned last, last time that the, um, uh, hand, um, not, uh, what is it? Uh, Hensley Mullins auto. I yeah. think like, I still look at that one and I'm really, I'm really happy with that one. But, um, my, my prized piece, uh, for the year is the, uh, Ryan McMahon, uh, uh, Mike Talkman dual autograph. Sure. I was able to get, okay. um, yeah, partially because, um, uh, when the Cubs signed, when the Cubs brought Talkman up, you know, I kind of thought it would only be for like a week or something. Um, then he ended up like, you know, then we ended up having the summer of Mike Talkman. But right. Um, but I got him on two cards that day, uh, like that that series that they called him up. I got him on a a solo, like a single card uh, on the Yankees, and then I got him on his half of a dual rookie card with Ryan McMahon for the Rockies. And I was thinking, I, I tried to get that card signed because I knew that McMahon was a pretty good signer and we'd have a chance to get him. Uh, but that was back in like, I want to say like May or something, maybe even like, yeah, maybe early May is when Talkman got called up. Sure. Um, and then, but the the Rockies weren't in town until like last series in September. Um, so, you know, it was a long wait, and uh, I got so antsy that I, I went up to Milwaukee for the exact, for the like, explicit purpose of trying to get Ryan McMahon to complete the duel. I got him in Milwaukee, so that was cool. I didn't get, I only got one other guy in Milwaukee, so it was kind of like it all like worked out perfectly. Um, and yeah, it's my second duel that I've completed. So um, whenever you can complete a duel, it's pretty special. Um, and to have it have a be a rookie card. And, uh, you know, Ryan McMahon's a pretty good player. So uh, that, um, you know, very happy to have done that this this year. Yeah, absolutely, man. That was I've never completed a, a, a dual card yet. So, yeah, uh, that's that's cool. Maybe that that'll be a good goal for next year. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we're ready to move on to the fan section here. Uh, as a brief interlude, Jeremy, I looked on Google and yeah, I have no idea what Danny Amendola did. So apo- apologies. <laughs> I to- know. 
to Danny Amendola. I don't know why that's been a running gag. Uh, we'll have to try to figure it out. But uh, yeah, Danny Amendola, if you're listening, uh, you know, Could... apologies for uh, throwing us <laughs> a random sniper bullet that your way that maybe you didn't deserve. It was because um, this was definitely pre-pandemic. That, oh, that yeah, we... this was pre-pandemic. This, this joke has been happening going on for years. Yeah, because there's no, because I mean, yeah, if it was after the pandemic, there's there's any number of reasons why he could be <laughs> considered good guy, but um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, it's 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 it happened so long ago that it escapes me. I again, I'm sure there was a good reason, but right, um, right, maybe, yeah. maybe he's uh, maybe maybe like Hulk Hogan's sex tape, he's had it wiped from the internet. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know? exactly. Who knows? Uh, um, okay, <laughs> okay, so uh, so the fans. Um, the fan section. Okay, so so the first one we did last year, and, and we can keep this one, uh, is the father son category. So last year it was worst father son, um, which which seemed uh, to to be created almost solely for Ick and the Stick. Although yes. there were there were definitely a few father sons who could have won won it, last year. It should be called the Ick and the Stick Award, to be, to be quite <laughs> yeah. honestly. Although sure. you know, I looked at my notes and I didn't give it to Ick and the Stick. I gave it to the earring kid and his dad. Oh um, God, yeah. So. I remember, I, yeah, they they were there during the Mets series. I I, rem, I was thinking about those those uh, guys the other day. I remember when the dad said to his son, he's like, "Hey, it's the Mets. It's like the Lakers. Um, you know, <laughs> it's dumb. No, it's not. It's like the Clippers, if it's anything. But um, right, yeah, it's not like the Lakers. Uh, yeah. So um, I know we didn't see much of them this year, but and and they're not they're not bad. So this is just father son of the year, not worse. Um, Jeremy, I don't remember what the guy's name is. Dominic Carmine, what is his name? Uh, it's Angelo. Angelo, there, there you yeah. go. Um, yeah, I, I confirmed that um, at uh, this this card show that I went to in Schaumburg. I ran yeah. into him there. Um, I got a just a fucking beautiful Ben Zobris autograph there, and I ran into Angelo. And um, but actually, you know, that's not even how I confirmed it. I saw him on like this Cubs Facebook group. Where he yeah. was like selling some some World Series autograph balls, I'm like, oh, that's a guy, Angelo. And so yeah, it's funny. We call him Carmine or whatever, and uh, I'm like, Angelo. So yeah, of course. Yeah, it was in the Italian vein. Well, he he does look like he would be a I, he, you know he's a bald guy. He's got a shaved head, but he he looks like um you know he looks like he would be a supporting character on like you know The Wire or The Sopranos or, or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. he's a nice guy. He's a fun. He's a funny guy too. He's yeah. the guy who. He got Tucker Barnhart over over to sign, not for us, we weren't there, but he got Barnhart over to sign by saying, hey, Tucker, is tonight the night? Um, and that, that's a funny thing to say, because yeah. you're acknowledging that the guy doesn't sign while still leaving the possibility open that he will sign tonight. Good thing, good thing to say to a guy who has snubbed you a whole bunch of times, like yeah. Tucker Barnhart was wont to do uh, for whatever reason. Um, uh, yeah, he had that one, and, and really, when you think about it, He's also the guy who made up the Fulmer promise, or he's the reason that the Fulmer yeah. promise exists. Uh, yeah, because that's true. He he was telling us, and this was during the first series when we saw when like we were like, oh man, maybe we can get Fulmer. He's like, he's like, no, you know, Fulmer Fulmer came up to us yesterday and he said, guys, I'll sign for you inside, but I will never sign for you out here. <laughs> I like the way he phrases stuff. Every when whenever uh, Angelo talks, it's always like the most important thing ever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he's usually the reason it's a father son combo is usually he's he's there with his son. Um, yeah, you know, maybe because like you know that's something his son likes to do, but also because now that we know Angelo's a seller, it's like his son is you know pretty good bait for that too. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely. So, yeah, um, yeah, he's a, he's a, we didn't see much of him like the second half of the year. No. Like, um, so, but he's always around. We'll probably see him at Cubs Fest, um, at, oh, at yeah. Cubs Con. So that'll be, that'll be something to look forward to. And like, yeah, it was, it, well, Jack, it's funny. I might as well get into this. Um, but for you to say like everything he says is like the most important thing, like it's, yeah. it's actually really funny because he did do something like that at, at this, this card show that nice. I went to. So basically when you go to a card convention, you know, these guys sign and like um, they have times and everything that they're you know they're set up to sign, and you can pre-purchase like a, a ticket for an autograph like online, um, or you can just go up to like the, this booth and buy a, a ticket, and you know like then when you get in line, you show the ticket to the person, and then they get, you go up to the player and give the get the autograph. So um, I showed up at this card show, and it's kind of like it's not one of the big ones. It's like in Schaumburg. It's like it was kind of like a one-off, but it, they had amazing uh, guests. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, Zobris was there, and so I walk in, and I like kind of like I'm I'm kind of there. I'm kind of getting there right at when the autograph signing is supposed to be starting, and uh, I was kind of like running. I was kind of trying to get there quick, and um, I walk in, and I like was looking for the the table where you buy the autographs, and with the the tickets. And I saw Angela. He's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Yeah. And uh, and I'm like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you know here for Zobrist, of course." And uh, and um, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you, me too." You know, it's like I got him outside, but uh, you know, I, I asked him like, "Could you please sign like World Series MVP?" And he's like, "He's like, sorry, man. Like, I can't do that. I can only do it at the shows or whatever." Yeah. And he's like, "So you know, hey, I had to get him. So you know, <laughs> uh, I, I paid the money." And then uh, I go like, yeah, yeah, cool, man. And I'm like, hey, uh, wh- you know, where's the like, how does how does it work in here? Like, where's the the the, the autograph tickets? And he's like, oh, uh, uh, oh, you didn't you didn't buy it yet? Oh, uh, he, yeah, well, they're over there. You can buy them over there. He's like, but but you want to go there right now, man. You you want to go because you know it's gonna be starting soon. And it's like, I'm like, they don't sell out. Some guys have limits of like how many they'll sell, but like, sure. there was no limit. It's like you know, and and he was. It's weird because they didn't have like a window for how long he would sign, but you know, they're he's the first guy of the day. He's gonna stay as long as necessary. Yeah. Um, so there really wasn't that urgency, but he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, you should go, you should go get it, you know? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But uh so it was kind of a weird moment. And so then I did kind of rush off and I didn't like, you know, talk to him after that and then he disappeared. So I was gonna ask him maybe about, you know, how was the season? Did you get this guy, whatever, you going to Cubs yeah. Con? But he kind of pushed me. He kind of like tried to like like you know light some a fire under my ass, and um, yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. Well, like you said, man, I'm I'm sure we'll see him at Cubs Con. Uh, what yeah. you know, just one more thing to look at uh, or look forward to for the con, seeing all these these freaks that we that we don't see for for a while. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I, I'm I'm already I already like thought about it today. It's like all right, that's you know that's something to look forward to. It's right. It'll be here. It'll be here before we know it. Um, still seems like it's a while away, but um, you know, I'm excited. So, um, all right. Well, Jack, I, I was, yeah, we discussed maybe omitting this category, but I, I found a worst father son combo. Um, it's kind of a forgotten moment and I wouldn't have remembered it unless I looked through my notes, but Jack, if you can look, if you can remember back to the Padres series, um, and this was like a running thing, like just throughout the whole season season basically, but there was a, there was an epidemic of little kids dropping baseballs over the, the fence. Yes. And having them roll like by the bus, basically, sure. and then the poor security guards have to go and get them, or 
what, they the wags? Some, yeah, they would ask like the wags to get him. Like it was just a fucking like joke basically. But there was one <laughs> father son combo. This little kid dropped uh the ball and it rolled down. They were on the side of the they were kind of like on the street side of the of the gate. Um and the ball fell and rolled into like to down to the gutter and the dad actually jumped the the barricade oh, and God. And jumped like into the area to get the fucking ball instead of just calling for someone. I um he just jumped the thing and then like the security guard turned around and was like hey hey you got to get back over the thing yeah and I'm like what did you're an idiot like you're all idiots like why would you jump over the fucking thing like just ask someone it's like what do you think that the ball's just gonna lay there for like two hours and no one's ever gonna get it, it, it even so like it's like the bus will leave at some point and you can just get it then but it's like. Yeah, just ask someone. They'll like they'll get it for you. Like you know, what? You, there's no need to jump the fence. That's like the last thing you need to do. It, and and was, because they're gonna shut it, they're gonna shut it down if you jump the fence. Well, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, they don't care about that. I mean, the <laughs> the guy doesn't care about that. But um, yeah, it was just it was absurd. So I, that's um, yeah, I, I just threw them in there for for the hell of that. No, it, it, it wasn't good. Uh, I, I, I do remember that. And I, I almost want to say that one like the wags were coming out at that point too when he jumped there. So Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was it was doubly doubly dangerous. Um okay, uh yeah, that, that that's a good one though. And that's just uh, you know, bad uh, bad parenting. Um so yeah, m- more parenting advice from from us, I guess. Uh <laughs> right. okay. Mo- uh, most cringeworthy moment. Uh what was what was yours um for this one, Jeremy? Yeah, I'll go first, Jack. I hope you I'm hoping maybe you got a better one than me. I'm like, I was trying to think of like the perfect cringeworthy moment. I, I looked back at last year and there were some, there were some pretty funny ones. Um, but my, my most cringeworthy moment, like it was an extended moment. It was like a whole like experience, but it was when we, when we, um, after we got jazz Chisholm's autograph, when we went back to the, the Cubs behind the parking lot, um, we ran into Josh and his friends and this like twenty something year old guy. Yes. Oh. And so that whole exchange was was cringeworthy. Yes. Um, and mostly be, the the biggest the the like the crux of the whole thing was that these little kids, Josh and his little kid buddies, were looking this guy up on on his like Instagram. Yeah. And they were like looking at his Instagram and um, yeah, they were just saying there was they were there was just like all kinds of weird and the guy was drunk. And his like shirt, his jersey was like half unbuttoned, yep. and um, yeah, like oh, the kids were looking up his Snapchat. It wasn't even his Instagram. It, it makes it even more salacious. It, that it, was it does. Snapchat. It's even it, it's even worse that it's Snapchat. Yeah, and like it, I the kid said like I knew you were the like he saw his like thumbnail on Snapchat, and the kid goes like I knew you were the one with the makeup. Like I'm just looking at the notes God. here. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the the kid. One of the kids said, "Like, he's like, you got jazz, fuck." And then yeah. I was like, "Hey, hey, hey, watch the language, kid." Um, so um, yeah, just all of that, all of that stuff. Like the that whole interaction was cringeworthy. I would say. Yeah, and that that's when Josh tried to grab my jazz chisel autograph too. Yep, exactly. And made yeah, a pretty yeah. damn aggressive move for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm still still haven't forgiven him for that one. But yeah, uh, that that guy was just being weird too. Um, yeah. He should have been shutting that interaction down with those kids, and it was just, yeah, the, the whole thing was bordering on, on inappropriate to the point where, you know, 
we shouldn't even be talking about it on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> right. It was, yeah, it was, it was very questionable. Uh, wow. Yeah, that, that's a good one, Jeremy. I'd, I'd forgotten about that one. Okay, um, good, good. Mine, uh, <clears throat> mine was relatively recently, but uh, just everything about this person was cringeworthy. But I, I, I picked the Alaskan lady who ultimately dropped her cards all over oh. the place. God, yes, yeah, yeah. That's that was really a bad good. moment uh, when she yelled at Jan yeah. Gomes and said, Jan, Jan, from one catcher to another. That was bad. Every time oh. she said she was from Alaska, the fact that she was <laughs> propping that other guy up, like, and saying, oh, I'm getting a master class here. When that that, oh, lo- that loser that loser was, like, telling her how to get autographs and, and oh. none, of, none of his information was good. And then ultimately oh. when she dropped, like, 35 uh, top-loaded cards on the ground... <laughs> For no reason, and then was like, "Oh no, I'm such a mess." And I'm then, a hot like, mess over here. Her buddy, yeah, her buddy, the guy who was giving her the master class, was like, "Hey, you got to pick those up, or they're not going to come over here." <laughs> that that was too much for even him. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. I know that guy. Like, was like fucking, you know, white knight over there, and then he's like scolding her for dropping those cards like if anything that was the moment where i felt like the worst like i felt pity for her sure you know and but he was like hey pick those up you know (laughs) it's just like the whole thing was a a mess yeah that whole thing was just fucking just delete that from like existence that was just the whole experience was regrettable it was it was bad um yeah most inexplicable person slash biggest freak. Uh, yeah, this is. There's always a lot of uh, candidates for this one. I'll do mine first. Again, um, from the latter half of the season, I picked Derek Shelton guy. Oh, nice. That's yeah. good. That's a good the, one. That's a good so one. So there was just there was no explaining this guy. Um, he was he was dressed like uh, you know. I don't want to say he was dressed like a dandy, but he was dressed. Yeah, he was dressed in clothes you wouldn't wear to a baseball game. So it's. It's on like they they were nice clothes like a nice jacket nice pants yeah. um like uh, so he didn't seem like he went he seemed he sidles up next to me you know starts talking then he talks to the security guard for forty five minutes says the only reason he's there is to speak to Derek Shelton and then proceeds to tell Derek Shelton that someone else will be telling Derek Shelton some information in a couple of months so I was just thinking right now yeah. Jeremy here on October seventeenth. Uh, mm. Derek Shelton probably still has not received whatever we're, information. We're, we're still a month away from that that yes. big news. Yes, and the guy got the guy the guy got mm-hmm. the person's name wrong. He's like, "Hey, Colby Smulders is going to be getting in in uh, c- contact with you." And and then uh, Shelton was like, "Colby Smothers," and then the guy was like, "Oh yeah." So the guy didn't even have the name right, and he was there for an hour waiting for Derek Shelton. And who who waits for Derek Shelton anyway? It's Derek right. Shel- it's Derek Shelton. Like nobody nobody waits for Derek Shelton. Yeah, um, no, yeah, exactly. It was just the whole thing was just absurd. Yeah, he's like, I'm here for one one guy, Derek Shelton. It's yeah. Like, okay, you fool. Like you're a fool then if you're if you're here for just one like Derek Shelton. Yeah. And I like Derek Shelton. He's been very cool. Me too. But um, yeah, that that whole thing was just absurd. Um, he was just like a guy, he, he had the vibe of a guy who just wasn't a sports fan who didn't like understand sports or understand. It's like, yeah, like, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know if this is ridiculous to say, but it's like, just wear jeans and a t-shirt to a game or, you know, shorts and a t-shirt or whatever. Like, yeah, just 
he was just all weird. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was weird. Right. Like, so. like, yeah. Well, like when you see a model in a Sears catalog or something like with how they're dressed and it's like too, like that, that's, that's how this guy was dressed. He was dressed like a, a male model in like a, a Sears catalog or, or whatever, a men's warehouse. So yeah, it was, uh, it was weird. And there was, there was no explaining this guy. So I think, I think when you, when you say most inexplicable person, I have no, I have no way to, to explain why that guy was there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this almost seems too early to, to be bringing this person up, but also maybe it's like, how could you not bring this person up yep. any earlier? So, but my biggest, and this this person could have fit into different categories, but I, I had to go with this one. It, I think this is why we created this category. Um, so most inexplicable, biggest freak. Jack, I had to go with Big Shawty. Jeremy, that was who I originally had, but yeah. then I was, uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't because we got to talk about two people, but yes, yeah. this is another person where there is no, there's no explaining, explaining her. And, no. and almost like if, if you told people about her, they almost wouldn't believe what you said. You're right. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, we initially didn't even talk about her because it was just too much to get into yep. and that up, whatever episode that was, it was already running long. And so we couldn't even get it. We were, we thought we would like not be able to talk about her till the off season, but she, she appeared multiple times. So we had <laughs> to talk about her, but like, yeah, just, she came out of nowhere in the, like the last couple months of the season. I almost feel like she was already gone by the time the season ended. Like mm-hmm. she, she like burned bright and, and faded fast or whatever sure. the expression is. And, um, uh, but like, it just made no sense. She just like, and it almost was like a curse. It was almost like, you know, like a pox, like that she, I think maybe that's the right expression. Like, um, she like, she, she showed up and just like fucking just cursed all of us and like yes. left, like late left, like a wake of disaster behind her, like showed up, just tanked everyone. Like, it's almost like she handed out like 500 pound weights to everyone and just fucking sunk them to the bottom of the ocean like in their attempts to get an autograph, like just fucking tanked everybody insulted the players, made the players feel weird, fucking like stressed out the, the, the security people. Like she was just fucking disaster on two feet. And like, I mean, yeah, just to like show up and like just fucking ruin everyone's time. It just, it's hard to explain. And like, where did she come from? Why was she there? Why does she want, these autographs she was getting them with a big fat like chiseled tip marker on her like cubs purse (laughs) or like her black and white purse where the autograph wouldn't even show up she was getting guys autographs who she doesn't even know who they are we could do a whole episode on this person and we still couldn't like give you a proper uh window of who who they are so just big shawty like I just pray to God, Jack, that she is not there next season. I just, I just, it's, it would be, it would be disastrous. Yeah, man. I, I pray to God that her bougie ass isn't there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause when a player doesn't sign, he, they would, you know, she would call them bougie. She would say, why, why do they got to be so bougie? And, and one time when I, I had a, I had my spot and she told me to move my bougie ass. Um, yeah. And she just started you know, putting her, she just started bumping into me until I moved. Uh, yeah. 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 She, she steals your spot. She was like talking, she was like trying to talk shit about us to like the, the guys who like to Mendy Lopez. Yes. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, like it just, it, it made no sense. Like the whole thing was just insane. It was just absolutely insane. Um, and then later on, like 
we heard that Chris had like had run run-ins with her uh, as well, and it seemed like he kind of like egged her on a little bit. And I was like, yep. Chris, don't fucking do it, man. Like, no. you gotta just like, you know, like shun her so she goes away. I mean, you know, it's just like is one thing for people like there's idiots there that we have to deal with, but they're not like they're not like going after anybody else. They're just no. they're pretty much just sinking themselves. She was actually going after us. Yes. Who were like not bothering her. And it's like, this is a problem. This is like a problem. Like we need to get her out of here. Cause like, we're not doing anything to her. And she's like, it's talking about us to other players trying to say like, don't sign for them or yeah. whatever. And it's don't, like, don't, don't listen to him. Yeah. And it's like, we, this is not good. This, <laughs> this, we, you know, we can't have this. So like, yeah, I just, I, I, you'd have to think that she would like somehow lose interest or forget that this is even a thing maybe yes. by yeah. next season, you know? So that's all that I can hope for, really. Let's hope. Uh, her funniest moment, though, Jeremy, was one time when Hayden Wisniewski didn't sign. She yelled after him. You weren't there that day. She yelled, collard greens and pinno beans. That was what she yelled. <laughs> what she yelled She yelled at Hayden Wisniewski. Um, so, all right. Um, awesome. Biggest asshole. Uh, Jeremy, I'll, I'll go first on this one again, because okay. why not? Mine was hands down Nationals kid. Yeah, yeah, Nat's Pud, we call them. Nat's um, Pud, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, I kind of feel like he has to take this award. Sure. Um, I, I did go a different way just for, for fun, but okay. um, he was the first guy I put down, and then I, I thought on it a little more, and I, I ended up um, picking someone else. But, but yeah, Nat's, Nat's kid, Nat's Pud, like, he just became antagonistic at some point. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't just that he was, an, he was annoying from, from Jump Street. But at some point he became antagonistic and like it was almost like we were like fighting with him and he was definitely pissing off the security staff. So like there's all oh, yeah. kinds of stuff there. And I think his crowning moment was when he stood in front of a, a, a little kid and then, you know, the, the mom, yeah. at, the mom was like, hey, like, you know, could you let my kid in there? And he's like, well, you know, I watch all the games. I deserve to be up here. And the yeah. mom was like, all right. Yeah, that, that's how you're going to respond. Okay. Um, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, man, you always, you always let the little kid in, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, he didn't, uh, so that was, that was his crowning moment. But like you said, yeah, he was annoying, uh, to the point where he was ruining our experience and an otherwise pretty yeah. good graphing series. He ran yeah. after Jim Hickey, which was not cool. Yeah. He pissed off the security <laughs> staff and he was actively saying, yeah, I bet you guys don't like me, huh? I bet you guys, ha- I bet you guys hate me. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, and I, I think I hypothesized, um, when, on that episode that his parents just give him money to like go to games to just get him out of the house. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, it's probably true. Uh, and hey, you know what, man? We're gonna see him next year for the Nationals if we graph there. So we have that yeah. to look forward to. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think like they will at least have one like new coach to replace Di Sarcino that we yep. might want. So that kind of sucks that we might have to go back there. Otherwise, you know, I, I like I said to him to his face, I'm like, I hope I get everyone I need this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. I would, I would legitimately if they don't have. Oh man, I need to get bonus still though. Well, maybe I can get him in the park. But yeah, man, I, I would, al- I would almost not go back there just to not have to deal with him again. Yeah, 100%. I was looking back at my notes from that that game, and I forgot, too, that, um, you know, we had Bill Miller, who was maybe on that coaching staff. It turns out he didn't travel, I think, with the team is ultimately what we decided. And then I said I was, like, trying to get Bill Miller, and he goes, like, 
the umpire? And I'm like, nope. And he's like, he's an umpire. And I'm like, no, he's, nope, not that one. You know, and like mm. we had that whole exchange. And it's like, fucking kid, don't tell me who this guy is that I clearly know who he is. And you right. don't. And you're telling me that he's an umpire. It's like, you're wrong, dude. You know, I think Bill Miller won a fucking batting title. Yeah, yeah. I think so with the Giants. Yeah. So yeah, this this kid did, didn't know shit. So yeah, he was uh he was mine for sure. Um, who did you have? Well, Jack, I went. I ended up going with Josh. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, be behind that every day for sure. Y- yeah, just because like he is just um, he's just a nuisance. Like yep. he for any sort of like maybe help that he like he's maybe helped us get like one or two guys maybe like he might have helped get. Jordan Lawler for me, like mm-hmm. at that last D-backs series. Although like, I feel like, well, no, he did. Yeah, he did. I think he did help get Lawler, but he's just like, so annoying and in your face and like nonstop. And he is a little kid, but like, he's not an innocent little kid. Like he's, he, no. he, he has like ill intentions. I feel like, and he'll, he'll say like, He's, he will do a thing where, like, he'll get an autograph and he'll be like, this guy sucks or something. Or, like, oh, I don't like this guy anyway or whatever. Like, he'll he'll do that stuff. And he's just a little kid. Like, he shouldn't be like that. Um, no. And, yeah, you know, according to the Cubs security guard, like, they, they sell those autographs. Although, he gets he always gets the balls signed with Sharpie, so I, I doubt it. But, like... Uh-huh. He, I think that he's. Res- we think that he's responsible for like the changes they made behind the Cubs parking lot, like putting sure. that fence in. So they're right. That right there is enough to win him the award because uh, he well, kind of ruined he was it for jumping, other people. He was literally jumping in front of the cars to get them yeah. to stop so they would sign. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's just a he's just a, a, a little nuisance. And um, yes. yeah, like I, I, yeah, I, I don't trust him to not you know grab. Um, someone's car. And I also remember he said, I was looking at those notes and he said like, what are you going to do? Call the cops on a little kid. Yep. yep. (laughs) Um, so this kid's a little, he's a little viper. Um, so, so yeah, I, uh, I I went with Josh just why not? You know, that's a good one. Yeah. That was after they, after the, uh, he tried to grab my jazz Chisholm card. I think I, I was, I just, you know, I ripped the book away and that was that his, was that one of his little friends who was like, what are you going to call the cops on a little kid? Um, or was that yeah. was that Josh that said that? I think it might have been Josh who said okay. it, but um, okay. I don't know. It, it it was definitely one of them because he, he. I also have in my notes here. He said like, "Why would he sign for an old man and not kids?" That's <laughs> so right. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, they're they're all little hellions, but yes. um, but yeah. So uh, so yeah. Why not? You know. Nice. Um, of all the adults we've crossed paths, we both picked like two kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I that's, love that's it. good. Um, okay, uh, uh, best security guard slash staff member, Jeremy. I'll let you take this one first. Well, I went Jack with um, with Nicholas. Um, he's a guy like, and we don't even call him Nicholas, but like that's his name, like on his name tag. Like we we've never talked to him before. Is, is that like the, that the bearded guy? Yeah, that's the the kind of like the 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 kind of husky like. I live my life guy. on the edge. Yeah, I live my life on the edge. Who are we okay. trying to get tonight, guys? The whole fucking team. Yeah, that dude. Guy. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. I, I picked him too, so that's a good call. Okay, nice. Yeah, I mean, I was looking back at it last year, and like, I guess I picked like the Cubs, um, the Cubs uh, parking lot attendant, the guy who gave his monologue about Josh. 
Sure. Uh, selling the cards. I guess maybe because he was cool with us, like being back by the Cubs parking lot. Right. But um, but yeah, it had to be it had to be Nicholas. Um, and like yeah, I don't even. It feels weird to call him like he. If anything, he seems like a Nicky or something. Yeah. But um, but uh, yeah, Nicholas. He's uh, yeah. He kind of. I mean. He kind of looks like Johnny Gomes a little bit, yeah. like back in the like towards the end of Johnny Gomes' career when he had like uh, when he had like kind of like a shaved head and like a beard. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how else to really describe him. Well, he, he always goes out of his way to give us a fist bump when he sees us. Even when I yeah. go there by myself, he'll give me a fist yeah. bump. And yeah, yeah, that's uh, if there's any ever anybody else at the bus, that's a. Uh, it gives you a little bit of a bit of credibility when he does that. Yeah. Um, it, it sort of puts you a step above the others. So, yeah, uh, yeah I appreciate him for that. Um, he'll talk to us most of the time. He won't talk to us too much, though, which yeah, can definitely right. be a thing, except for that day he was telling us about his brother's autographs or whatever. But, you know, <laughs> he was he was feeling excited that day, I guess. But yeah. And, um, you know, he uh, he genuinely seems interested in like which players are there and he was yeah. also kate upton's uh special escort to her suv so that was you know he gets to do some cool stuff yeah we got to joke over, around with him about that and yeah. i think he um i think was he also the guy who did he come up to us after clemens and say like i'm jealous of you guys or was that the was that the guy from the cubs convention i can't remember that might, it might have been the cubs convention but i got okay. a guy but i'm not okay not entirely not entirely sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, folks, if you want to Google uh, Johnny Gomes and like um he he kind of looks like Johnny Gomes a little bit. Maybe shorter and like maybe a little stockier, but like the kind of like the eyes and the beard kind of makes me think of Johnny Gomes a little All bit. All right, I'm so. gonna, I'm going to I'm going to Google Google Johnny Gomes too. Um while yeah. we do this uh this next category here. So the next category is best ally and mm-hmm. uh for that one Jeremy because of a recent development I picked uh, I picked Dennis for our be- for my best ally. I I also picked Dennis Jack. Nice, the, um, aka the Gray Grapher. The Gray Grapher, Dennis. Um, so yeah, the reason for that is just because of my recent government bailout from him. Um, <laughs> you know, he gave me like a million cards because hey, you know, if uh, if if they're cool and uh, you know, I'll help them out and they help me out. So uh, yeah, you know, uh, that that was how he described it. So. Um, yeah, and he gave you uh, Votto earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does, um, you know, he's got good information about stuff, and he's 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 the type of grapher who he knows the score, he knows how to get guys, and he's not gonna he's not gonna ruin things for you. And he got us Chase Anderson too. Like he's the one who called Chase Anderson over, so he's gotten us a few guys as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's like just kind of like the right amount of like interaction or whatever that you want in that situation. Like he, um, he, he's friendly, but he's not overly friendly. I mean, he, he's kind of weird in the, in his like Dennis goodbyes uh, where he just disappears. But like, yeah, he's there for a mission and he's, he has his, his mission, but he's also, he can also like, he can talk a little bit. He'll help out a little bit. I think he recognizes people who are cool and um yeah he's 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 an okay guy i think um and it's funny i mean it's funny cause he's such a gruff kind of guy he could maybe be in the category for best asshole too yes but um but uh but yeah he's one of those guys who could go either way but um but yeah no it was it, i think over the course of the season like the whole season arc was um you know getting the approval of dennis and um so i think uh i think overall um it was a it was a it was a 
interesting arc that we all like that we went through with with Dennis and uh yeah it was cool by the end of the season I would say yeah definitely um yeah I, I, he was a candidate for best overall moment and, and maybe I'll uh actually well I, I'll save it I'll save it I, I was gonna say okay. Dennis comes on strong at the end here in these last few awards um, yeah okay after yeah. not being mentioned must much okay uh okay great well yeah we both had Dennis for best ally I like that uh most useless information um jeremy i'll let you go first for this one well as soon as as quickly as um you know we we named dennis and he's a he's a you know he, he's a multifaceted person yeah um judging by like the asshole ally comment dennis also wins the award for most useless information Jack. nice okay um, yeah tell me about this and 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 he so he does so that's the thing though he has good information but his his run on his run on to both of us about the minor league stadiums that he's visited. <laughs> I had to put that in for most useless information. It's like I've been to Omaha, I've been to Oklahoma City, I've been to Memphis, I just got back from Gwinnett, I've been to South Carolina. Like he just went on and on, and it's like, all right, then it's like this this stuff we don't need to know. But I appreciate you naming all these different things. Sure, man. Yeah, he was a fountain of useless information that day. But he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm just waiting for him to cook my pizza, and then I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah man. exactly. We didn't we didn't need any of that. Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. Um, I, I like that, and, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll second that. Our, mine was maybe the similar series. It might have been the same series, but mine was the PCA fail. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, for so, sure. So, you know, for, for, for the listeners who don't remember that one, uh, Anthony, we ran into Anthony and, and Chris, and uh, Anthony's Anthony had some of his crew there with him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, like you know, Pete Crow Armstrong, like he's been leaving through Gallagher Way, so like even if he doesn't, like we'll catch we'll catch him if we go up to the sidewalk on uh, on Clark. So we wait on like Clark Street um, in front of Gallagher Way for PCA for like twenty minutes, and he never comes, and and then we <laughs> and then we waited like an additional half hour by the clubhouse. And it yeah. was just like, it was just a total bust. Next yeah. night we see PCA and he goes to the parking lot. So <laughs> right. it was just like, what, what are we doing here? Um, yeah. I, I think we were just having kind of fun hanging out that night. And I, it was the last night we were going to hang out with Chris. Um, so, you know, that might have played into it, but yeah, man, that was a total, a total fail. And like a, just a, a boneheaded plan from, uh, from, from the start. Yeah. It was a boneheaded plan. And I think at some point I was, I was starting to say, I'm like, you know, we have no way of knowing that he didn't just go into the parking lot, like <laughs> no being over here. And I, I was, I'm like, but hey, whatever, you know, let's just write it out at this point. And like we had, you know, we had already missed any chances and we probably missed tons of, like we probably missed a good handful of guys yep. um, by standing over there, but it was just one of those weird situations. But it was definitely, it was definitely one of those things where it's like, we just like followed Anthony's lead, which like, I don't know if you should ever do that. No. No, that was the first, so. for probably the first and last time uh, we'll, we'll do that. I, I yeah. do, you know, runner-up for quote of the year, which is our next one, but runner-up, Jeremy, or a runner-up would be when Anthony said to you, I know you love me. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was a pretty good one. So that was, um, yeah, after the, after he helped me get Jose Quas at Locker yeah. Cleanout. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, he was, we were, we were all jacked up about that, about that one, and. That was pretty funny. Nice. Um, yeah, Jack. Um, so uh, let me go for quote of the year, Jack. I sure. assume you might have a better one than I please, do. Please so, do. And this one, Jack, quote of the year, I, I kind of 
well, I don't know if we talked about this one beforehand, um, but I'm Not just really. like so it, it can be it can be anything. It can be from a fan, whatever, even yeah. a player, what, whatever, whatever it is. There's almost too many, and I didn't get a chance to to scour all my notes from the whole season. That would take a lot of work. Um, yeah. and I, I I got through about half of it, and I it it did trigger. A, a memory and I'm, I'm putting this down for quote of the year i'm sure there's probably something that i'll think about tomorrow that i'm like oh well this probably should have been it and there's so many there i yes. think every every game there probably was a candidate for quote we could do like a tournament um best quote of the game and then the winner of the tournament is quote of the year but jack this is something that that jumped into my mind and i put this down for useless information as well um but it was i didn't write down what game it was at but we were at the cubs bus we were at the cubs parking lot and we were talking to some guy and he said he was from like rockford i think sure and he said to us he's like hey uh do you guys know keegan moynihan <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he was saying like you know hey do you guys gra- you know do you do this a lot do you come out here to graph a lot and we were like yeah 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 and then he's like do you guys know keegan moynihan and we're like no <laughs> like, yeah. it was like it was just stupid and like what there's like, you know, whatever, like a million people that live in this freaking city. Like, we don't know Keegan Moynihan or whatever no. the fuck his name was. No. So, yeah, that was <laughs> – if you isolate that sentence, that question, it's like, yeah, what what, 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 what are you talking about? So, sure. Yeah. It, like something like a typical like Hayseed would, would ask, even though the guy was from Rockford, which is a big enough city. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. That was a, that was a good one. Um, all right. So my, my quote of the year, Jeremy, um, I could, I could think of nothing else for this year. Uh, I think last year's quote of the year, we didn't do one was just, was Anthony saying, yeah, just go up to him. There'll be nothing he can do. Uh, (laughs) which is just like, that's like the graffers creed right there. And this, this is in that same vein. And this is from Dennis and it's Dennis's quote of, and I didn't say this one last time. So now I get a chance to say it, but yeah, if I run out of a guy and I know he signs, I go to eBay and I buy more. I ran out of suitor. I know that he signs. So I bought 20 of them. Um, <laughs> I, I think that the, the punchline, the funniest part, like, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with re-upping on a guy if you want to get him again. But the fact that Dennis buys 20 of a guy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doesn't understand the, the excess of that is, uh, is what's great. And, he, you know, he did share that, yeah, you know, like, if I if I run if I'm around people and I think they're cool, you know, I'll help them out. And so like you know, some of those twenty, yeah, they're gonna go to guys like me who may not have a suitor. But if those twenty don't go to me, uh, Dennis is gonna get them all signed for himself. Like I guarantee yeah. you. So yeah, yeah they're man, going to the uh, Dennis. They're going to the Dennis Pizza Fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, man. So that's just you know. That's another like the Graffer's Creed right there. Yeah. Like if we just like had a whole book of, of things, that's yeah. That's another one. So that was the ph- uh, that was my the philosophy. The philosophy of Dennis. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's 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 great. That I I as we were talking about Dennis, I'm like that probably should be quote of the year. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was just that would just summed up Dennis. I mean that and the the Bailey Falter ex, uh, exchange. Uh, I was like, yeah, they don't they don't sign any autographs like. Um, yeah, they don't fucking sign like that. Uh, yeah, that just all of that was just so good. Dennis really came on. Yeah. Like you said, Jack, he, he really left a lasting impression in this, the last homestand of the, the season. He did. I don't know if we'll see him at the Cubs con cause he didn't seem to like it. He's like, yeah, you know, it's good if you want to get the old guys. Um, yeah, he, so, I bet, yeah. I bet we'll see him out. I mean, well, not bet, but if we see him at all, it'll be out by the hotel, 
Not yes. he's not paying whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say, for. man. Yeah, if he didn't pay to go get into the Orioles game, like he ain't he ain't paying for the Cubs con. No, no. So yeah, we'll see about that. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah. We'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, and uh, so like yeah, to close out the fans section here um, with a new category, we have buffoon of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I could go first on this one, Jeremy. And um, I picked the Reds buffoon. Uh, do you remember him? Yes, Jack. I, did we call him Red's Buffoon at the time? I, I think we did. Okay. Um, it was almost telegraphed. <laughs> this this award was almost designed just for this guy. Well, yeah, it, it was. And, I, you know, this this guy is just your classic, uh, like, buffoon at a, uh, yeah. a game. Um, first uh, first of all, he was singing Go Cub. He was singing Go Reds Go in yep. the, uh, you know, to, to the song Go Cubs Go, singing it wrong. At one point, he went, hey, Cincinnati, what do you say? So that was bad. Um, he was look, he, he did this thing where he would, like, go up to the fence where you could see the players coming, and he, he, he put his head through like he was a little kid. <laughs> and I know, I know that, you know, baseball inspires a childlike wonder in people, but that doesn't mean you need to act like a child if you're an adult. Um, and then when he would see a player coming, he was with his whole family, so, like, he was just, like, he seemed like he was the embarrassing uncle of this family. And whenever um, whenever a player would come, he would yell at presumably his nephew. He would go, Wesley, Wesley, T.J. Friedel, T.J. Friedel. <laughs> and so that, that was just ad nauseum every single player that came. Yeah. Um, then when Buck Farmer came out, first of all, after Wesley, Buck Farmer. After, when Buck Farmer came out, uh, you know, and Farmer came over and signed for us, he, sa- he said to Farmer, he goes, what's up, brother? And then Farmer just kind of Farmer just kind of gave him a look, and then like kept signing. So that was good. And then when yeah. the bullpen coach came out, he said, "You know I'm always following you around." Um, and that I think that that would, is a candidate for most cringeworthy moment of the year. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This guy was just uh, he was an all timer. Like he was he was right up there. So yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was bad. Yeah. Well, Jack, I also went with Red's buffoon. Nice. So. Um, and maybe I, yes, I'm, I'm like thinking like, I think we called him Red's buffoon at the time and like, yeah. yeah. And so when we, when I, when I thought buffoon of the year, that's the first thing. And I maybe had just looked at those notes from that game, but yeah, the whole, <laughs> you're, you're Wes- Wesley, yep. Wesley, like that whole <laughs> thing, that, that whole thing is, is, is spot on. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, he was just a big oaf and then like, then like he wasn't there, he he didn't get he didn't get Vado right. He was no, gone, wasn't he? He didn't. So he was there. So he was there the second night when I went and got Vado, and he he actually left before Vado came out, which, yeah. which probably helped me. I probably don't get Vado if that fucking buffoon is is still out there. So yeah, that helped that helped me out for sure. I mean, he was a big Reds fan. He was all over them. He like knew everything about everything. Like. Yet he missed Vado and Ellie De La Cruz, <laughs> and it's just like that. That adds that that adds more like weight to his buffoonery. Is that like, I'm sure he wanted those guys, and he just and he was there, but he didn't get them. Like it's like, what were you doing then if you were the, out there for multiple games and you didn't? And these guys signed and you weren't, and you're a Red Super fan and you didn't get either of them. You know, uh, so he's 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 messing up somewhere 
along the line. And uh, so, yeah, just total, utter buffoonery. Yeah, I don't even know if he got Matt McClain. So, yeah, yeah right. it was... It was it was good. Um, the uh, the runner up for this one, I think, is uh, Trump Cubs jersey guy. Probably. Yeah, it, yeah, it, idiot friend. Yeah, it's a shame that he made my um, short list for biggest asshole. Sure, but like, <laughs> um, it, he's a guy who like should be represented in these awards somehow. So maybe maybe I should go with Trump guy just just to you know get some variety a little sure. bit. Plus, I I interacted with him more. I had to smell his fucking horrid breath. <laughs> So maybe I should just, you know, officially enter him in as my choice. Sure. Um, even though Red's Buffoon really, this the award was made for Red's Buffoon. Yes, and you know, who, who knows? Who knows? Will take? Who knows who will take it next year? But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a good one. Um, all right, to close out the show, Jeremy, we'll do worst overall moment and then best overall moment. So we will start with worst overall moment. I, I'll go first just so I can get this out of the way and never have to talk about it again. But <laughs> yeah. Um, the Bud Black snub for me, that was just my, that, that was yeah. my low moment in graphing. Um, I don't, it wouldn't have been as bad if I didn't have to pay almost $60 for a cab to work after it, but it's like, man, I got, I got skunked on the whole day, uh, <clears throat> after a great day, uh, the yeah. previous day. So like, I should have left on a high note. Only reason I really went was for Bud Black and then he snubbed me and then he signed for you the next day. So it's like, <laughs> I was just there on the wrong day and, yeah. uh. And yeah, it was just it was a it was a low moment, possibly my lowest moment of, of graphing. So well, let's hope I don't experience that again next year. Yeah, the whole mixture was <clears throat> was rough. I do recall like texting you, like we were, I think we were texting like, and you were like, you know, mulling over going back for Bud Black, and I I think one of my texts said something like, "Yeah, hey, you'd hate to, you'd hate to, we had such a good day, the first day, you'd hate to go back and like, you know, like kind of kill that." kill that momentum but right. uh but uh, <clears throat> yeah and which that maybe ended up being true but um but yeah it was uh that that definitely i can see how that is rough um uh yeah, yeah that's, I what they, that's what they call flying too close to the sun i think you know like yeah <clears throat> what a, a beautiful day that that last day and then and then that's how it ended but that's that's what happens he went to the well once too often yes and then he gets like uh you know you get like hit in the in the solar plexus by a you know by a, a wrestler right um <clears throat> so so yeah um so yeah that that uh, definitely that's a rough one um jack i would say my overall worst moment was probably um a game where we were not together so okay. again I, I don't really want to bring it up i don't really want to go there but like it really was like the the toughest like moment of, of graphing this year was when I tried to graph the Red Sox during the fucking that rainstorm. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I ended up getting like three guys, like the, the rain kind of subsided a little bit for me to get a couple guys, including Jason Veritek. But I was standing out there and it wasn't like it was, it wasn't cold, but it was just like, I thought there was a tornado warning and I thought like maybe there was going to be a tornado and I was out in front of Wrigley field. Um, <clears throat> the Nicholas actually, came over and he said to the whole group he's like guys um just so you know you're staying here on your own uh choice we've uh, we're under tornado warning so we're you know advising everyone to take shelter or something um but just the fact that i had to stand there with my my book and like a plastic bag over it and hoping that like water wouldn't get on my cards it's like yeah. you know even just the slightest drizzle like 
not only will ruin your chances of getting autographs, but they'll ruin your cards permanently. Sure. So it was too stressful of a situation. It wasn't enjoyable, and uh, it was, you know, I mean, I don't know. That kind of was my worst moment, um, yeah. even if it was separate from from you, Jack. Even if it was solo. 100%. Um, the other, <laughs> the, the runner up. Uh, I mean, yeah, the other one I put down there just to pick something for when we were together was just Big Shorty's uh, a debut. Um, it was just, it just, it, it, it was, uh, I've, I've not minced any words when it comes to big shorty. I, maybe I have actually meant some words, but, sure. uh, you know, I made it no, no, uh, delusions or, you know, about how much it's pissed me off. So that, that would be up there too. Even the second, even the time when she showed up at the Cubs bus and we heard her before we saw her, like that was just like a, a, you know, a, a deflating moment. The only reason is the only reason why that's not one of the worst is because we had already cleaned up at that point. Yes. Um. But uh, but yeah, the Red Sox reign. If I if I'm if I dare pick one from a game where we where we were you know solo where I was solo, it would be that. Sure. Yeah. No. That's a that's a good one, Jeremy. Um. Yeah, uh, folks. I was gonna say. Um. You know, if you've ever seen you ever see the movie The Pawnbroker, Jeremy. No, I have not. Okay. Well, yeah. Are you familiar with the painting The Scream? Yes. Yeah, uh, it, that is how I felt um, when Bud Black didn't sign for me. And uh, yeah. th- at the end of the pawnbroker, Rod Steiger basically does the scream. Um, it was it was inspired by that. So you know, see that movie, folks. It's a good movie. But yeah, that's nice. how I that's how I felt there. Um, had to get that reference in. Okay, well, <laughs> enough enough of that. Enough of that. Let's let's talk about the best overall moment. So uh, yeah. I'll let you go. I'll let you go first on this one, Jeremy. Well, yeah, Jack. I um, I almost want to pick as uh, I almost want to go with my my alt because yeah. this this first one was mentioned, but I I think I just gotta go with it, and we could talk about the alt afterwards, yeah. just in case you didn't have it. Um, but I mean, I gotta say, Jack, my best overall moment was the Roger Clemens auto. Yeah, sure, okay. It, it was just like crazy, like that yep. that happened, and like it's crazy we spotted him. It's crazy that we saw a guy and we were trying to make out who he was. Then, then we did, and we're like, "Oh my God, that's Roger Clemens." We called him over, and then he like decided, and then he like made a move for us, and then he didn't quite come over all the way. He talked to that security guard. Then he did come over and he signed for us. And then I remember like looking at Chris afterwards, and like I think I looked at you, and like we were just kind of like in awe, like we were like in shock and awe, and like you know. Uh, mouths agape and it was just it was crazy the only thing that the the only thing that like you know doesn't fully seal it was like that we got him on sig cards and not a card of his own but yeah, i, I might have even gotten him on a scorecard so yeah yeah so yeah so like there's you know there's no way you could um there's no that's not one of those situations i mean i guess if you really dig deep that's one you could be like oh i should have had a roger clemens card just in case but like that's not one where i terribly beat myself up over sure. because you would never you would you'd have to really really be pouring over the the roster to be like oh maybe i should bring a roger clemens card just in case um right but it was just cool and like it's it was almost like you know opinion changing a little bit because i'm like maybe i like this guy now because he signed for us like yeah you know it has like bigger connotations than just getting an autograph like it's like he has a certain stigma and he was cool with us, and it's like, you know, you got to see, like, a different side of him or something, or just, like, you got a personal experience with the guy. So, like, it was, like, you know, it could it could affect your personal opinion about about the guy. 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was cool too. He wasn't yeah. like Freddie Benavides or uh, yeah, Rodri- right. or, or Rodrigo Lopez. He didn't make us work for it. Um, yeah. You called over. You said Rocket, and he kind of just he kind of just came right over after he talked to that security I, guard. Yeah, um, I know. Nice. There, yeah, yeah. We've had a lot uh, tougher road from from guys who have not signed or have begrudgingly signed. And Rocket just he was almost like uh, like Quentin Barry. Um, yeah. At the beginning of the year, who like, he kind of just like knew the knew the assignment and like kind of did it, and it was it was cool. It was just super cool. So like that was definitely my best overall moment of those of the season. Nice. That's a that's a that's a good one, man. Um, mine uh, is it's it maybe another quote, but I think it was it was also a moment, and yes. that moment that moment was Marsh, hook us up, baby. <laughs> and then that that was great man um so that that was a dennis quote him holding the marker up and just asking marsh to hook us up not even center field yeah not even saying it was on the field it was inside wrigley before a game not even asking for an autograph or like do you have time just saying hook us up it's like we're here you know you know what we want you see the markers you see the cards just hook (laughs) us up um it was great and we were it was like you know, all of us graphers together. Um, and yeah. then after he said that, we all laughed just yeah. uh, because, hey, man, it was the Friday special. It was a, a beautiful day, the kind of day we're going to be dying for, um, like when the Cubs convention rolls around, because it's, yeah. it's going to be in mid-January. And it's just like, this is what uh, this is what you like dream about at that time of year is yeah. like like the in the winter time is like right now when it's a beautiful day, you're outside, you're graphing. It's Friday afternoon. So we hadn't even started the day yet. It's like the day was full of possibilities, both with like graphing and just for the game we were about to see. So yeah, it was just like, it was just a high moment, um, you know, both for that day, but I think like the high point of the season as well, because that was kind of like halfway through the season, maybe a little after the All-Star break. So there was still plenty of year left. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a good, it was a good moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, just yucking it up with Dennis and that other guy um, <laughs> afterwards. It was just it was just funny. Um, yeah, so. it was it was good stuff. Um, yeah, and you know I, I I always remember at the Cubs convention too when when May, Wayne Mesmer before he sang the national anthem um, at the red carpet ceremony and he's uh, like, yeah. all right, I want everybody to close their eyes and imagine a beautiful afternoon at Wrigley Field in the summer. And it's like, yeah, man, you really like you really miss you really miss it when you go into the off season or even when we went to the DePaul game uh, and we, uh. we heard Gene Honda like you know, reading advertisements yeah. and you're like, Oh man, like seems like we're at a white Sox game right now, but we're not. So yeah, yeah the off season can be long, but um, you know, you, you got to carry the good memories of the season into it to, to make it last uh, shorter. So yeah, that yeah. was one of them for sure. Yeah. I was just thinking how that Gene Honda moment made us actually long to be at a white Sox game, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, that's how hard up you get at that point in the year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Christ, we were even going to graph the Xavier bus, which would have been trippy. I, I <laughs> wish it hadn't been raining. That would have been interesting. But I um, know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, man, I'm so hard up, man. I just got I got to graph something, man. I got, the Xavier bus is right here. Well, yeah, let's do yeah. it. Well, now we know where that bus parks, too. So, you know, next yeah. year we can we can plan for that if we want to get a guy. So. Yeah, right. If, if if there's a school coming in with a, a, a guy, you know, yeah, yeah, we can kind of prep for that. So that might be um, um, real quick before just I, I you know, we, we said our, our guys, you know, could could leave it at that. I just want to throw out an honorable mention, Jack, and this yeah. is, this includes both of us. 
Um, I don't know if it was in consideration for you or maybe it was it was forgotten. But um, the uh, the Adley did you give moment? Hey, uh, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a good one because um, he uh, he acknowledged it and he liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He laughed um, about it, and uh, even Dennis. I think I think it was Dennis afterwards. He's like, "What'd you guys say to him that made him laugh?" You know, <laughs> like, like he he acknowledged it. So like, we we really like we came into that moment like planning for that, and it yes. went o- almost exactly as we had hoped. You know, yeah, absolutely. And we we kind of made Dennis a little jealous on that one too. I, mean, I think we know, did. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to that know was... what the secret sauce was to that one. So yeah, that was like an early moment, like in Dennis's arc of him being like. Hey, you know, maybe I should take these guys a little seriously or something, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, unfortunately, I think Adley's got a deal where he never signed. So yeah, um, I guess he's Fanatics exclusive, like with the the you know merch company Fanatics. So um, yeah, I, yeah, that's that seems to be the the story there. Um, but yeah, that was the only thing. That was the only part of the story that didn't happen. Is like he's like, ah, fuck my deal. I gotta sign for these guys. <laughs> you know that 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 part didn't happen. But yeah. everything other than that did. So. That would have been good. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a good one, Jeremy. I'd, I'd forgotten about that. Nice. Cool. Um, cool. Well, uh, uh, cool. We got we got Halloween coming up, so we may uh, have a have a special Halloween themed episode uh, for you. Um, yeah, that'll be coming up next. We're yeah. you know it's been a busy time for us, um, so you know we're we're trying to get you episodes as we can. You know, I would say maybe expect them every other week, but yep. if if they come out sooner than that, um, you know it'll be a nice little bonus. Um, the playoffs are going on. Um, you know, uh, Rangers and Phillies are both up to zip in their series. Um, so you know we'll we'll by the time I feel like. We'll, our next episode will probably be coming out around the time the World Series is starting or something. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how, how it goes when we can record it, but we'll get it to you as soon as we can. All right. Sounds good. Well, for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.